There's something noble about bearing up under a heavy load. And human beings have a heavy load, there's no doubt about it. Now the question is, can you build yourself up into something that's strong enough to lift that without, without complaint and without corruption? Well, that's a noble goal. That's what young people should be doing. They should have an, a conception of who they could be. I want you to take a look in the mirror. The image in the mirror, that is not who you are. You are greater than the image in the mirror. You walk, you push, you do whatever it takes. You keep working hard, you dig deep, you find a way, you make a way. This is your time. So every day you have to sell yourself and get out of your mind those old thoughts, that old belief system. Every day you've got to sell yourself on that it's possible. But you got to put a new mind in you. You got to get out of your mind. You got to begin to restructure your thinking. Every day you've got to begin to recondition your mind. Trust your inner wisdom. Deep at the center of our being, there is an infinite well of love, an infinite well of joy, an infinite well of peace, and an infinite well of wisdom. This is true for each and every one of us. Yet how often do we get in touch with these treasures within us? We can all get better. I've gotten better. First talk I gave, I stood up, my mind sat back down. But here's the secret to my success. I stood up and did it again. I stood up and I did it again. And I did it again and I did it again all those many years ago. I did it when I was scared and I did it when I didn't want to and I did it when I was ill. And I did it when it didn't work well and I didn't did it when they didn't appreciate it. And I didn't a lot of times when I didn't know much what I was doing. I just did it anyway. And now all these years later, I'm asked to walk on this stage with the greatest introduction I've ever had, greatest response and welcome I've ever had, the greatest opportunity I've ever had to touch this many lives with a mixture of words and heart and soul. I got better. I got better day by day and week by week and month by month. And I'm asking you to do the same thing until you can develop a long arm and a long reach. So as this non-physical energy is summoning, there is this powerful stream that feels to you like inspiration. And when you turn and go in the direction of that stream, you feel the ease and continuity of your being. But when you don't, you feel the separation, too strong of word, you feel the resistance. So there is allowing, which is going with the stream or current of who you have become, and there is disallowing or resisting or not going. The better you feel, the more you are allowing. The worse you feel, the more you are not allowing. And whenever you run into any difficulty of, of any kind at all, you just simply stop and say, wait a minute, I'm unstoppable. I cannot be stopped. I am unstoppable. That was the intro for ya. The voice of reason has returned to KBLA Talk 1580 with another slapper. It's Monday. The weekend is over. Let's get the week cracking. Let's get it started. Listen, you know I'm broadcasting live from the heart of Africa Town, a.k.a. Lamert Park, in Los Angeles, California. The voice of reason, the most revolutionary relationship radio show in the history of talk radio. That's right. I have to get, I I have to aim high. 
So even if I don't reach my goals, I'm still among the stars, as Quincy Jones says. Listen, I got a special guest on the line, author of a book that is very powerful, that is in alignment with today's topic. I'm going to have her on for a little while to talk about this book. Today's topic, before I introduce the book, today's topic, I want you guys to really think hard and long. Today's topic, true or false, your relationship is weak because you're weak from the inside out. When weakness manifests in your relationships, whether they're intimate business, professional, familial, whatever. When weakness shows its ugly head, a lack of resolve, a lack of internal intestinal fortitude, that is because you're weak. And where does weakness come from? Fear. Why do we fear our weaknesses? Man, I got a testimony. When I bring this system, I got a real testimony. True or false, are you faithless? Oh, gosh. You know life is designed to sock you in the stomach, right? You know life is designed to slap you in the mouth, right? Topic, faithless, are you weak from the inside out? A compelling look at the benefits of inner strength. True or false, your relationship is weak because you're weak on the inside. How do I access my inner power? What are the benefits of tapping into your inner strengths? Are you afraid of your weaknesses? How do I restore my spiritual strength? There are a lot of people out there that might not want to use the word spiritual. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> oh, God. Why do weaknesses prove so mesmerizing? Do you spend more time worried about your weaknesses showing their ugly head than you do cultivating your inner strength? What does spiritual strength actually mean? And why every time we say spiritual, people jump automatically to religion? Why? Can you name some spiritual strengths that you have? More importantly... Can you name the demon that plagues you from the inside out? Can you name your inner dragons? If you don't deal with it, your relationships are going to crumble. If you don't deal with it, your relationships are going to break down all around you. I know people ain't ready tonight. This is what the voice of reason is. This, I'm famous for this now. Challenging you. Pushing you. Hmm? You, you coasting. You coasting. Living a lie. You coasting. Living a half truth. You are coasting. Living just right there. You don't want to push yourself too far because you don't want to lose control, right? You, you're afraid. And then life says, oh, you playing the wall. Ain't no wallflowers in this club called life. So life throws a haymaker at you. 
And that haymaker is designed to either build you up or break you down completely. Either way, the process is going to begin. You don't want to feel the pain that is required to get up off your feet. The voice of reason is here tonight to get into it, agree or disagree. For many of us, fear of our weaknesses seem to overshadow our confidence in our strength. To use an analogy, if life is a game of cards and each of us has been dealt a hand of strength, strengths and weaknesses, most of us assume that our weaknesses trump our strengths. 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone lines. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Tonight's tonight. Let me introduce my guest real quick. Felisa Ray with Wendell Ray. They have an amazing book. I want everybody to go get it. Raising Simba. And before I begin to ask them questions... You guys got to turn your radio down. Before I begin to ask them questions, I want you guys to know that the KBLA website, the store, is now open. The store on the KBLA website is now open. And for everybody that goes over there and purchases a T-shirt, a hat, a mug, or anything like that, just know you're going to get 15% off if... You put Zoe Williams in there. Isn't that nice? Zoe Williams is out here giving away stuff. Right? You're going to get 15% off if you put Zoe. Zoe Williams. Right? I want everybody to participate. I want everybody to get over there and do it right now. Do it right now. Also, do you know all of my books are now available on the KBLA website? All three of them, The Relationship Dismount, How to Stick the Landing When Exiting a Toxic Relationship, The Shrouded Lighthouse, Woo! How to Discover the Silver Lining in Any Situation Shift, The Holographic Relationship, all of Zoe Williams' books are available right now. And for the rest of the entire site, 15% off. Go there right now. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Go there right now. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Now, let's talk about this book, Raising Simba, which locks in to our topic tonight. Felisa, Ray, get in here. I'm here. I'm here. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> How are you, Zoe? I am alive and well. And I hear that. I hear that. Yes. And the reason why I named tonight's topic the way I did, the reason why is because going through your book, you are a testament of internal fortitude. You are are a a living example of how to overcome what life throws at you. Can can you tell folks a little bit about your journey from Chicago and the projects to raising your son, this is why it's called Raising Simba. She raised her son to become a leading actor in The Lion King. Come on, man, the play now. Yes. Talk to us about yes. your journey, please. 
Yes, yes, yes. The Tony Award-winning Lion King production. Come on. Yes, 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 yes. My God is a good God. Mm -hmm. So I grew up in the Chicago projects called All Gale Gardens and struggled and went through trials and tribulations growing up there and finally just kind of fought my way out. But I landed in a toxic relationship Mm -hmm. and gave birth to Aaron and... My return uh, from my my journey from leaving the hospital with Aaron was going back to the projects with my mom. Mm. And from that particular point and looking into my son's eyes, I made a conscious decision Mm -hmm. to do everything I could to provide a better life for him than I had for myself. And the story is told. Uh, as he grows up, the steps that we've taken and the prayers that I prayed and the meditation and fighting the, pol- the pol- Chicago Police Department and the Chicago education system, raising him up to discovering that he had a love for the arts and music and dance. And then I started to water those seeds. Mm to mold him to become the one thing he decided he wanted to be at 15 years old. We went to the Lion King production, and when we left that theater, he said, Mama, I know what I want to be now. And I said, well, son, what is that? He said, Mama, I want to be Simba. Mm. Mm. And as the story goes, he became Simba. Mm. In the Broadway production of Lion King in New York City. So tell me about the dark times. Tell me about the dark times. That oh, ma- that, yes, you better come with it. Tell me about the dark times that, that made you want to quit, that made you want to question God, that made you want to question everything. Tell me about the darkest of dark, and then tell me about the transition. I think my, what, my lowest moment, as a woman, as a parent, was one day around 4 o'clock p.m. in the city of Chicago. We had made it out of the projects, and we were living in downtown Chicago on Michigan Avenue. Wait, wait, wait. Hold that thought downtown on Michigan Avenue. When we come forward, more from Felisa Ray, author of Raising Simba. It's about to be on and cracking. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. The Voice of Reason back in the building, KBLA Talk 1580. When life hits you, do you lose your faith? Faith in yourself, faith in a higher power. Do you lose faith? And it's okay to lose faith. It's okay. But I'm here to tell you, many of us let fear and ego siphon that inner strength away. I'm going to tell you guys again, go to the KBLA Talk 1580 website. And please understand, my listener code for your 15% discount on everything, on KBLA, any KBLA merch. Here's the code right here. 
Z-O-15. Zo 15. Zo for 15% off. Right? Go there right now. Zo 15. That's your that's your code. Mugs, t-shirts, hats, hoodies. You get 15% off. Go to that website right now and support the brand. We have author of Raising Simba, Felisa Ray in the building, also with uh Ray or, or Wendell Ray. Talk to me about the faith piece. When we came yes. forward, that's that's where we left off. When was your faith shaken and how low did you get? And what was the process of building yourself back up? So I was just um, sharing with you how I had kind of reached the lowest point that I can remember in my life as a woman and as a parent. And that was the day I received a call that my son was in the custody of the Chicago police. Now, at that particular time in my life, I had completed my education. I was working a decent job, and Aaron was in the private school system. But the, despite all of that, and I've, I've always been a prayerful sister. I've been praying, as I can recall, since I was four mm-hmm. years old. I got a call from the Chicago Police Department that my son was in their custody. He was 12 years old at the time and that I needed to come to the police station. I couldn't believe it. I was shaken to my very core. I was in the middle of going through custody court with his dad, uh, trying to figure out who would be the custodial parent, and I was worried about this particular thing going on and perhaps losing, losing custody of Aaron. I recall going to the police station, and when I got to the police station, you know, I'm looking at my my child, and I'm thinking, who is this person? He's been doing good in school, and we'd been doing okay at home, and we were living in Chicago's downtown Michigan Avenue. But the truant officer approached me. The police talked to me. I released, I signed the release papers, and then two weeks later, we were in court. Mm. Aaron had been charged with battery, Aaron mm. is my son's name, uh, from attacking a young man. Well, the story goes that he was really trying to offend, to, to I'm sorry, he was really trying to defend a classmate, which is something we would find out later. But that day that we'd gone to the court building, and I'm saying the court building because I, re- I arrived there at 9 o'clock a.m., the scheduled time on my paper, the scheduled time on my paperwork. Lo and behold, I find out that the judge had already made a decision Ooh. Hmm. that I wasn't a part of. And he had decided that at that particular age, Aaron had not even made 13 years old yet, that he would be on probation until he would be to turn the age of 18. Mm. I looked at his dad, who had also showed up, and I listened to everything they had to say carefully. And at that particular point, I told 
everyone that was in the little small room, including the truant officer, that they would not have to worry about my son, Mr. Aaron Nelson, anymore. I grabbed my son's hand. I took him home. And I thought to myself, you know, I kind of felt like whooping him. Because that's what, you know, that's what, that's the old school way. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. Before you get into the whoopings, (laughs) before you get into the whoopings, just hold tight. We have to move forward real quickly. When we come back, I want to know how she disciplined him. I want to know how she dealt with her son. Man, she's on fire tonight. Felisa Ray, Raising Simba. You're going to have to check out her book. When we come forward, there's much more to talk about. He's on fire tonight. tonight. It's the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. My playlist is my co-host. That's the legendary 50 Cent. The name of the record is called Hustler's Ambition. If you can hustle the matrix, you should be able to hustle your spirit. Sometimes that go get it spirit that we use to 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 have testicular fortitude, to have inner strength in the world, to become the greatest basketball player, to become the greatest dope dealer, to become the greatest businessman, become the greatest athlete, whatever that applies spiritually too, Huh? Where's your spiritual hustler? ambition where you're not afraid of what life throws at you i got somebody on the line right now who used that spiritual hustler ambition that said no i don't care what life throws at me there is something in me and more importantly there is something in my son that refuses to let us quit Felisa Ray, author of Raising Simba, a mother-son journey of faith from the Chicago projects to the Broadway stage. Go get her book. Go support it. It's everywhere. Go get it. Now, did you whoop him, Felisa? You know what? I wanted to. He got kicked out of school. I was on fire. I had him. Go take off his pants. I went and got the the perfect belt. Mm. I told him, you know what? Lay across this bed because I don't want to work that hard. I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to be running and chasing you around the house. I'm thinking he's twelve. Uh huh. I raised that belt. I heard a voice say, "Stop!" And I froze. I told my son, Aaron, I said, get out of here. Get out this room. Go to your room. I closed my bedroom doors. I threw the belt down. And I hollered, Jesus. Lord, help me. I broke down on my knees. And I just started praying and crying and hollering to God that I didn't know what to do. How do you, how do, how do I resolve this God? I mean, I was crying crocodile tears. I'm on my knees. I'm stripping off my clothes. I'm yelling, Lord, I surrender. I don't know what to do. 
I tried to do everything I thought was right. I said, Lord, I made it out the project. I finished my education. I got a decent job. I dress them well. I feed them well. Lord, I go to church every Sunday. I take them to church. We read the Bible. Lord, what do I do? I'm crying. I'm yelling. But something hit me, and I started doing a different kind of prayer than I ever did in my life now. I, t- I, I tell you, I was praying, like I said, since I was four or five years old. But I started doing something that they call a fervent prayer. Mm. Mm. I started calling out to the God of Abraham, mm-hmm. God of Isaac, God of Noah. Give me grace, Lord. Give me directions like you gave Noah to build that boat. I'm going to need you. Give me directions like you gave Moses to lead those people out of the promised land. I said, I need need a powerful God right now. I prayed and prayed and cried till I could not speak anymore. I remember at some point I, I, I like crawled into bed and fell asleep. And woke up, it was the next day. I went to Aaron's room. I prepared him breakfast that morning. And I sat down at the table. And I talked to him. So God omitted the whooping. He said, no, that's not what we're doing right now. He had to get my attention first to deal with me and show me how to approach Aaron. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. So we began to talk, Aaron and I, at the table, breakfast. We had a conversation, a conversation like we never had before. His dad checked out at the courthouse because he told me, he said, I'm not raising no thugs. I don't know what you're doing over, sister, at your address. He said, but we're we not doing that over here. He said, I'm not raising no thugs. So now it's just me and Aaron and God. And I said, baby, I said, you know what just happened? I said, you take the control from mama when you don't listen to me. And now the control is in the court system. And the court system says that you are nothing. The court system is saying that they have to watch you now until you turn 18 years old. The court system is saying they can't trust you. I said, so now I remember pausing and telling him to go get his Bible. And we went over some scriptures about how much God loves him. And he asked me, he said, my mama, is God going to forgive me? I said, yeah, he's a forgiving God. I said, but you got to do your part. We continued to talk. And God just put it in my spirit to talk to him about things that he loved. I said, now we got we to gotta deal with this thing with the court system, Aaron, and we've got to take some different approaches. And now mama has no choice but to homeschool you. So I work full-time, and I homeschool them. But that day, that morning when we talked at the table, the Holy Spirit led me to, to get something that I could make a diagram on. Mm-hmm. 
I said, Aaron, you, you, you love music, right? He said, yeah, ma, I love music. I said, and you like to dance. I said, let's talk about that. Let's talk about your superpowers that God put in you because you're good at dancing and singing. Let's talk about that. Let's, 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 let's talk about what you're good at now that we're finished talking about you getting in trouble. Uh-huh. And so I started making plans. I said, how about mama put you in some music lessons? How about we find a dance program? How about we started we start going to some musical theaters? I started making a chart, something that he can see that would inspire him. Mm. And that was the beginning of our journey to continue to really get into the arts. So we continue prayer, we continue moving forward, and I continued accepting the fact that I was now doing it alone. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. on Earth. Hold tight. Physically, but not spiritually. Wait, hold tight. When we come forward, this is a compelling story. And that's why I want you to go get her book. I want you to get Felisa Ray's book. Come on now, go get it. Raising Simba. If you need inspiration on how to make it through one of life's gut punches, this book is a practical guide for parenting. She's showing you the blueprint. You might not agree with it. You might not agree with the nomenclature or the religion or whatever she's talking about, but she's giving you a blueprint that is steeped in universal law. When we come forward, we're going to let her wrap it up. Is it good to you? More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Ladies! Ladies and gentlemen, the Voice of Reason. Strength, courage, and wisdom. India Irie, you better believe it. My playlist is my co-host. I'm joined tonight. For this first hour by Felicia, Felisa Ray, author of Raising Simba. She has a powerful testimony here tonight, and I wanted to highlight it because I want to highlight her book. Many of us are going through <laughs> many of us are going through hell and high water and don't and don't see a way out. Many of us are distraught. Right. We get so high up in our lives and so busy with what we want to do and what we want to accomplish. We forget sometimes to stop and smell the roses and show gratitude. And sometimes the universe smacks you in the face with a challenge. And And you need to rediscover that you can't be separate from the source of all that is. And all you got to do is go inside. And she is showing us how to do this. Felisa. Yes, yes. Please tell us, <laughs> please tell us where people can find your book, how they can go rally around this this amazing testimony of perseverance, of internal strength. Please talk to us about it. Oh, they can uh, go to my website, FeliciaRay.com, or they can follow me at Felisa Ray on Facebook and Instagram and the book can be found, uh, it's being sold right there in L.A. at Malik Books, mm-hmm. on Amazon, Kindle, Barnes & Noble, and Walmart. Nice, nice, nice. So it's everywhere. It's out there. 
It's yeah. everywhere. So let me ask this question, because this, this is an important question to me. I believe that the inner strength, divine inner strength, is in everybody. But everybody reacts to the tsunami of distractions, of disappointment, of frustration, of hurt, of loss differently. If you could help people with two or three steps, what would those steps be that would guide them back to finding the inner strength you tapped into to turn yours and your son's life around? I would encourage them to connect with God and not just connect through prayer. You have to go through a stage of surrendering. Mm. When you surrender yourself and your ways and your efforts, you're giving it all over to him to direct your path. Proverbs 3. Mm-hmm. When he starts to direct your path, people will show up and things will show up and situations will show up that will open doors. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, let me correct myself. There are more windows in the room usually than doors, so he will open up windows Mm. and guide you to a future that is above and beyond that you can ever imagine. But first, you have to surrender. Surrendering is powerful. Surrendering is powerful, but it's scary because most of us want to stay in control, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So how do you get how do you get past the fear of that? Well, you know, so that means that you have to learn to trust them, which is going to require you educating yourself about how God works. Mm. And that means that you got to pick up a book, just like you have to do in grammar school and high school to learn something. You got to pick up a Bible to learn about God. And so when you learn what he requires of you, then you know what to do. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Listen, you got to stay with me. You got to stay with me for one more segment. I'm sorry. I got to keep you for one more minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want everybody to go out and get the sister's book. How often do you see Zoe Williams give up an hour of his show to talk about a book unless I know that somebody needs to hear it? Somebody needs to understand and reconnect to the concept of surrender. Somebody needs to let go of fear, control, ego. Somebody needs to tell the truth. When we come forward, oh, I got time? Good, good, good. I got time. <laughs> you know, I'm trying I'm trying to stay on my clock. My my engineer's like, no, you can you can keep good. Oh, good great, great. This is great. Okay. So when you talked okay. about surrender, it took me to one of my favorite authors. Dr. David R. Hawkins, he wrote a book called Letting Go, The Pathway Mm. of Surrender. And Mm. one of the quotes is, he says, one of the laws of consciousness is we are only subject to a negative thought or belief if we constantly say that it applies to us. 
we are free to choose not to buy into a negative belief system. Sometimes we buy into the reality of our circumstance and say to ourselves, uh, it ain't going to get no better. Things ain't going to change. But what he's saying is there is a choice. You can choose to say this is only for now. I ain't going to always be here. This is just right now. And I'm working mm-hmm. on changing this now into the now I want to live in. Talk to me about that because I know it happened to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, valleys are going to come. Just because you believe in God does not mean you are. Trust me, when I say you're going to get the trials and tribulations, you're going to have the valleys and the hills. Mm-hmm. The thing that you have to understand is you don't sit in the valley. You walk through the valley. Come on. The scripture says you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Come on. You don't sit there. Right. You walk. You don't and set you up. Walk and you keep walking until you see the light. Right. You don't set up camp in the valley. You, right. You, you traveling <laughs> through the valley, right? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Some people want to sit there. They want to talk about how bad life is, how bad COVID is, how bad the presidents are. No, 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 no. You keep walking. Mm, mm, mm. One more time. Tell people where they can find you because I want I, I want people to I want you to buy out her books. If you're in Los Angeles, <laughs> I want everybody to buy. I got my copy right here sitting right next to me. I want everybody to go out and buy out every copy of her book. Tell them where they can find it. Yes, yes, yes. Malik Books is in L.A. You got Walmart. You got Barnes & Noble. You can buy it online at Amazon. Uh, you can follow me at Felisa Ray on uh, on Facebook or Instagram. And you can go to my website, actually, and the which website? is FelisaRay.com. FelisaRay.com. Mm-hmm. And if you're just curious, you can actually read the first chapter for free if you go to the website, FelisaRay.com. Felisa, thank you for being here. We appreciate you. You brought this book into the building. Raising Simba, we thank everybody for, we got callers on the line. They go and participate. But when I come forward, Zoe Williams is going to dig deeper into this topic. The callers are going to get involved. We about to get crazy up in here. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. Zoe Williams. Reason and accountability. The voice of reason. The essence of patience is the mind of kind of like courage, open-minded, and uh, the basically the essence of patience is the resilient. So, of course, in our life, we have a lot of things going on, isn't it? So, normally what we call Life is like wave of the ocean, go up and down, up and down. And the modern example is life is like stock market, go up and down, up and down. And nowadays we are having pandemic around the world. So the life, life go up and down, the world also go up and down, the country, the, the, the social, wherever you are, is what we call impermanence. 
impermanence meaning go up and down. So everything go up and down. So what we can do? The really important for us that whether this up and down is effect for us or this up and down make problem for us or not is the the one that our inner strength, the resilience. So once we have resilience, then all this up and down become cause of learning, growing, and actually you will uh, discover your inner qualities, strength, what we call basic inner goodness. And at the same time, even there's obstacles, problems, all this become a learning process, growing process, become support for you in a way. But if you give up, if you stop, if you are not continue to go forward, and that is the, the biggest problem. So letting go is important. Patience also teach us how to let go. But letting go is not giving up at the same time. There's a very famous verses in this uh, chapter that if obstacles, problems come to your life, you can ask a question. Do I have solution or not? If you have solution, if you know the solution, you don't have to be you don't have to feel sad. You don't have to give up. You don't have to worry too much because you have solution. It's okay. Continue to go forward. But if you don't have solution, you don't know solution, then just worry. Doesn't help. So let it go. It's okay. Move on. But like, uh, you know, when I was young, my father told me, that if you are going somewhere and you reach the dead end, so then what you can do? The first is take out your backpack and throw the other side of the wall. So once your backpack is other side of the wall, you have to cross the wall. Letting go is not synonymous with giving up. Life is not easy, but you knew that, right? Life is not easy, but what makes life meaningful is your ability to get up off the ground when life trips you. I love what the monk was saying. Letting go is not equivalent to giving up. So many of us don't want to let go of control. Only fear seeks to control. Let go of what is not yours to control. You know what you control? Your breathing. You know what you can control? Your thought process. You know what you control? Your fears. Dr. David R. Hawkins, in some cases, it seems in retrospect 
that there was actually this unconscious purpose behind the event, as though our unconscious knew that something important had to be learned. And as painful as it was, it was the only way it could be brought into existence. I I know you don't want to hear that. Dr. David R. Hawkins, letting go the pathway of surrender. Let me say it again. In some cases, it seems in retrospect that there was actually this unconscious purpose behind the event. As though our, listen now, as though our unconscious knew that something important had to be learned, painful as it was, It was the only way it could be brought into existence. Sometimes pain brings you your greatest lesson. But your job is not to kneel, to capitulate to pain. Yes, it hurts. But embrace it. It'll grow you up. Embrace it without judgment. How many times has life hit you so hard that you questioned The universal source of all that is known by some as Allah, known by others as the almighty. Known by still others as the field, the unified field of consciousness in physics. Right. See, if you want a life. That's meaningful. It must be riddled with adversity. 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone line. Sean, Oakland, California. Get in here. Oh, my goodness, brother. So what a wonderful topic, like always. And, uh, you know, um, great guest with her book and all that. You know, once again, you know, the one thing I took from, you know, I want people to get the book, um, from your last guest, but, you know, violence is, is kind of where we are as human beings. It's, it's a really bad solution. It's not a successful solution. It's not a productive solution, but it is the one we tend to choose um, as a, a people throughout the world. But I'm just saying, just think about it before you do it, because, um, her not using that really changed an uh, individual's life, and he'll change other people's lives. And, um, you know, when we're, we're faced with um, problems all the time. And so I know it's, it's a cliche, right, taking the bull by the horns, right? So when, look, we have problems every day. At least I do. I don't know about anybody else, but every single day I have a problem I have to confront. It may not be a giant problem, it may not be a little problem, it might be a medium problem, but whatever the case it is, it's not just me, my wife, my kids, everyone has to deal with something, right? So resilience, which is what I was hearing over and over again, which is the most important asset of a human being, in my opinion, resilience, is the fact that You are going to confront any problem that you need to address, which is your own decision, your own priorities and choices. You decide what is important for you to address. 
whatever that is, right? And then, you know, you take it, the bull by the horns, and you make sure that everyone knows you've addressed the problem. But this is pressing issues, right? Because it has to be in, in the context of what's important for your family. It has to be in context what's important with your relationships. But I guarantee you, if you do try to address the problems, and if you do try and take it the bull by the horns, as I'm saying as a, you know, a cliche, as a metaphor, that you at least try to address it, everyone around you will say, even if you fail, he tried or she tried. I love it, brother. I love it, Sean. Thank you for holding on as long as you did, brother. And I appreciate the insight as always. You brought Oakland, California in the building. If you want to bring your city into the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. The phone lines are starting to heat up when I come forward. I'm talking to the nation. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Your relationship isn't fueled by an energy like that. This is how you know y'all not going to make it. Life is going to hit you. You need resilience in order to love. When you want to quit, that means you're at the end of your tank. The end of your ability to empathize. The end of your ability to see somebody else's point of view. The end of your ability to compromise. The it, When you at the end of any of those things in a relationship, it's doomed. When your willingness tank, the willingness to understand, the willingness to see another perspective, when you're at the end, when that tank is empty, that means that relationship was finite. And it didn't have to be. The relationship becomes finite when the inner work isn't done. When the inner work isn't done, fear and ego continues to whisper into your soul, trying to motivate you to become a controller of things that are out of your control. Huh? How many people think because they read a couple of books or two that they now are expert of their partner's experience? They try to tell their partner, you know, you need to catch up. You need to do more work. See, I've been on this for six months now. Man, I've been on it for 30 years and still don't know what I'm doing. Now what? It ain't my business to walk your walk. Now, I can walk your path alongside you, but any work that you're required to do, all I can do is encourage you to do it. But I can't walk your path for you. Dr. David R. Hawkins puts it this way from his book, Letting Go. I suggest everybody gets it because you need testicular fortitude. For women, is that fallopian fortitude? 
You need fallopian fortitude, sister. You got to stop being an intimate quitter because life hits you. Here we go. The crucial point is, by changing ourselves, we change the world. As we become more loving on the inside, healing occurs on the outside. Much like the rising of sea levels lifts all ships, so the radiance of unconditional love within a human heart lifts all life. Lifts all life. If you ain't been through nothing, the relationship ain't worth nothing. If you ain't been knocked down by life and life said, now get up. If you haven't done that, you haven't lived. Ah, go deeper, Dr. Hawkins. From the same book, Letting Go, The Pathway of Surrender. But of ourself, with a small s, s, the small s is in uh, parentheses. The way he writes, self spelled with a capital S represents the higher consciousness of man. But when he's talking about the egocentric side of man, he writes self with a, with a lowercase s. He says, but of ourself, with a small s, actually enjoys an impoverished life and all the negativity that goes with it, feeling unworthy, being invalidated, judging others and ourselves, being inflated, always winning and always being right, grieving the past, fearing the future, nursing our wounds, craving assurance and seeking love instead of giving it. Oh, I need time. No, you need to lean into the tough time. You need to lean into the difficult time and say, expose me, source. Show me where I am weak so that I can convert that weakness into a strength. We don't want strength. We want security. We don't want strength. We want predictability. This is why your relationship work don't work. This is why your business failed. 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone line. Cali Soul, Denver, Colorado. Get in here. Peace, though. Peace, family. How you doing, love? Sister. I'm, I'm turned up tonight. Please <laughs> forgive me. I'm a little charged. Up. I see. It's all good. I'm over here cooking, too. You over there cooking in your lab. I'm over here cooking in mine. Absolutely. Good. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for having Sister Ray on. She was so encouraging. She exuded divine feminine, in my opinion. Just hearing the way she knew to tap into herself. I remember my mom, like, I didn't end up going the same way in regards to what religion my mother believed in growing up. But seeing her just continuously tapping in and being diligent with her faith, that taught me how to tap in for myself. So a lot of times the things that I experience, and I have experienced some tumultuous times in life, 
But being tapped in spiritually has just helped those moments seem like the calmest whirlwind that I could ever experience. So I've been able to to be resilient in moments when you otherwise would want to fall apart, give up, throw in the towel or whatever. So I'm just so grateful for examples like that, <clears throat> like her out there, yourself, you teach us as well, you know, and <laughs> in regards to our relationships, yeah, if you're weak spiritually, your relationship's going to be weak and it's and it's not going to succeed in in the sense of what we look for as on the human side. Now, spiritual side, you never fail because everything can be utilized to the service of good. Mm. It don't matter what it is. Mm. Sister Callie, you know I love it when you call in. Just your peace, just your calm. <laughs> I just love Amen, that. Amen, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you. Denver, Colorado is in the building because of you. Let's roll. Let's keep it rolling, my brother Trumonger. Dallas, Texas, can we talk? Yes, sir. Brother Trumonger, talk to me, man. Man, another slapper. Uh, you know how I do, man. It's Monday. I got to yeah. go off. <laughs> of course. Oh, man, like you were saying earlier, you're going to go through some life. You're going to go through some things in life that are going to challenge you. And it might get to the point where you might not, you might not feel like you have the strength to get through something. You're going to have to find it. You're going to have to be resilient. There were points in my life where I thought my strength was gone. Mm. Thought I was tapped out. But that wasn't the case. I kept getting up. Mm. And you learn you learn through those experiences. What, what, and, tell, tell me about the hardest experience. What was the hardest experience uh, you went through that really knocked you for a loop? Was it the loss of a loved one? Was it the loss of a job, a work opportunity, employment opportunity? What was the was it the loss of a relationship? What was the hardest thing to hit you, brother? That that really made you question it all. Uh, loss of a job at the time, loss of a relationship at the time. My health failing at the time. All this stuff happening like back to back to back. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And, so and thinking, how did you bounce back? What was your process of coming back? Like, nah, you, you're not stronger than me. How did you get to you not stronger than me? When I got to the point where I was ready to just fade out, I was ready to just be done. Mm -hmm. And I woke up the next day. Mm. It, was pretty much, it was pretty much that simple. You know, I was like, I was praying out like, man, I'm ready. I'm done with all this. Mm. If I'm gonna fade out, I'm gonna fade out, right? But I got up and it just clicked. Like now, you got more work to do. There's still more for you to do here. So from that point on, like man, I ain't tapping now. Whatever happens, happens. Because mm. there's a paraphrase what uh, Bruce Lee said. You don't pray for an easy life. You pray for the strength to endure a difficult Ooh, you don't, Bruce Lee, you don't pray for an easy life. You pray for the endurance to what? Pray for the endurance to uh, be able to handle a difficult To one. be able to deal mm -hmm. with a difficult one. Mm-hmm. That, that was the reason why. 
But see, let me just nope. say this. Let me just say this real quick. Okay. See, that's quote nation. Mm-hmm. Quote nation love posting quotes. Yeah. Because they post the quotes to represent something they wish they were. Mm-hmm. And they try to project to the world that they are that by posting. But when life show up and say, do you really believe this about yourself? The only thing they got is that post. Hold tight, Trumonger. When we come forward, more from Dallas, Texas and Trumonger. He's on fire tonight. tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Ladies and gentlemen. The voice of reason. And his playlist is in the building. But let me stop the music right now. Let me stop the music. I don't want to get you too overjoyed. You know why? Because I don't I don't want to push toxic positivity. Toxic positivity says everything gonna be good, everything gonna be okay. No, 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 no. I'm here to say. Be okay when things ain't okay. It's easy to be okay when things are okay. But no, 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 no. Can you be okay when things are not okay? Can you still love? Can you still be considerate? Can you still be present? That's the sign of a spiritual grown-up. Because we understand this is what life is about. Somebody in the chat room, I think it was my brother Lloyd Hinton, he said, um, he said, uh, Zo, uh, uh, but it's difficult. Everybody falls back on, but it's difficult. I said, difficulty is to life what peanut butter is to a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You don't have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich if there's no peanut butter. Peanut butter is the star. Difficulty is the star of life. And the moment you get comfortable with it, the moment you befriend it, the moment you embrace it, you transcend it, it has less of an impact on you. You're not looking just to feel good in the moment. You okay with the difficult moment because you know it's par for the course. Y'all do me a favor. Get over to the KBLA bookstore. It's not just a bookstore. It's actually the KBLA store. It's on the website, KBLA1580.com. Go over there right now. Please go over there. You can use my 15% off code for all KBLA merch. Go over there right now. Okay? Here's the code. zo 15 that means you get 15% off of everything on the site, site-wide. 1580, KBLA1580.com, KBLA1580.com. They have the merchandise store that's open right now. And guess who's featured on the show or on the store right now? All of Zoe Williams' books. All of my books are now on the KBLA1580.com store. Can you please go support? Can you please go cop 
The Relationship Dismount, The Holographic Relationship, The Shrouded Lighthouse. Can you go get those books? Can you go support right now? Site-wide. You hear me? Site-wide. All you got to do is type in, this is your promo code, ZO15, 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 ZO15. I. Oh, here's the website right here, kbla.store. Let's do it again, kbla.store. Oh, they got it in the chat room already. They got the right one in the store right now. It's on the app too, right? kbla.store, kbla.store. And all you got to do is type in my code, ZO15, ZO15, ZO15. kbla.store, get it, get it, get it, get it. Okay, phone callers. Who's been on the longest? Tiffany, Atlanta, Georgia. Get in here. Oh, tr- oh, that's right. I have to finish with True Monger. I'm sorry, Tiffany. True Monger, I'm just so excited right now. I'm just turned up. I'm fire right now. I'm on, I'm on fire this evening. Talk to me, True. Man, uh, I was saying difficulty is just part of it, man. The people need to accept that. Plus, nothing good comes from easy. Nothing good. Did, wait, slow down. Don't can't yeah. just drop a bomb and keep talking. Nothing good comes from easy. Ooh, I love that, brother. Now finish it. Yeah. yeah, nothing good comes out easy, especially if you're working on yourself. Can, Why would you want that to be? Let easy? me let me ask you this then: Can a good relationship come out of easy? Uh to me, not really. I mean, this is what I'm saying. Some people have the idea that it's got to be all good in no, order for not, it to be that's good. Not re- that's not reality. Right. That's never going to be the case, no matter what kind of relationship you have. That's not going to be the case. It's about how do you how you how do you handle difficult situations. Some people took their tail and run. Some people try to avoid it. Some people face it head on. Some people try to do diet run where I want to be close enough, but far enough. And I Mm -hmm. want to be able to revisit close enough, but far enough. I want to soften. I want to soften the blow. Talk to me. Mm -hmm. There may be a timing thing to where. Say both parties, you may need to calm down, catch a breath, not necessarily react out of emotion. I can understand that, but at some point, you're gonna have to face whatever that difficult situation is. You're gonna have to face it, or you're gonna, or you make the choice to run from it. If you run from it, it's just gonna follow you. Mm. No matter where you go, it's gonna follow you. Mm. Mm. I mean, there, there, was, there was a reason I named my training service the Temple of Strength because it comes from the inside out, not the other way around. Because when you go to train, the training, the lifting, the running, and all that stuff that break that breaks your body down. But what? heals you well the recovery time is what you feed your mind your body and your spirit mm-hmm. and your rest that's mm-hmm. where you recover where you grow where you get stronger at mm-hmm. it's not the other way around people just train for aesthetics or whatnot and that's a way to that's a, that's another way to work on self but people just can't focus on the the lifting and the trying to look good part there's mm-hmm. more to it than that mm-hmm. it exposes your weaknesses to where you can either discover your strengths or rediscover your strengths and continue to build because I can't be your strength. Mm. I can help you find yours and then we can grow from there. 
but I can't be the strength for you. True. Because I, I have to find my own strength. Let me ask you, True. And work on mine. Let me ask you, why do you think people are afraid of their weaknesses? Because they're afraid to be exposed. They don't want to be exposed. They don't want to be honest with themselves, and they don't want to expose themselves to other people. And they may feel like they get judged or whatnot. But if you can be honest about the things you struggle with, it really is really a free uh, a freeing feeling to be able to be honest about those things. Like, yeah, I struggle with this, I struggle with that. And it, it gives you a better perspective of what you can work on as far as yourself. If everybody just focuses on what their strengths are, everybody be out here being superficial. Wow. And that's not, and people aren't, if you, if you go through life like that, there's nothing real about you. Because mm. everybody has struggles. Everybody has difficulties. There's oh. no point in hiding it. That's big. That's big. Brother True, we got to push forward, man, but I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you for calling. You brought Dallas, Texas in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Mimi uh, D726 in the chat room says, weaknesses only enhances your strengths. That is, that's if you convert weaknesses into strengths. If you empower your weaknesses as they are, they will turn your strengths into weaknesses. When we come forward, so much more to talk. I got so much more to cook on. We got callers. I got a lot to talk about. Is it good to you? Good to you? More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. You might want to keep stones. I win, 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 win. Four arm tattoos. That's squad, squad, squad. We going to win or not? All of them going to shoot. We gonna grow or not? We gonna persevere or not? We gonna grow through pain or not? Are we gonna let pain consume us or not? Are we gonna let that that body blow that life hit you with? When you see somebody out there lifting weights with no arms, I've seen it. When you see somebody out there swimming with no limbs, I've seen it. Somebody, in that person said to themselves, life ain't going to win. This situation ain't going to win. And as a matter of fact, life did win because they persevered. Because they elevated beyond their situation and circumstance. If you don't, listen, if you ain't got that in a partner, you think your relationship gonna last? When your problems in your relationship are irreconcilable because you don't have the tools, because you don't have the understanding, or you refuse to see that the way you might be looking at it is incorrect for progress. Is incompatible with progress. The relationship is doomed to fail. 1-800-920-1580. Tiffany, Atlanta, Georgia. Get in here. So, the most recent relationship, it's been super duper difficult because I feel like I cannot escape my past with this guy. I feel like my past is still at the forefront everything that I've ever done, every lie and all of that 
all of that bad stuff, I feel like even though there is a forgiveness aspect right there, I feel like behind it is like, it's just still, it's still like an anger or distaste for me. And I really feel like he don't like me no so more. So let me, let me help you with I, that. You know what that is? Do you know what that is? Clearly? That? Let me what's tell you that? exactly what that's... that is. You care about his summation of you. Right. I sure do. So who gives a damn? I do. I've Stop caring been. about his summation of you. Because he's not you. And, and and that he, he he has the problem, not you. Have you made peace with your past? I have. If you if you had, it wouldn't matter. Do you see how mirror a relationship is a mirror? You mm. wouldn't care about his summation of you if you really made peace with your past. But because mm. you haven't made peace with your past, he reflects the disdain you have for yourself. Thank you, you want to get real? You want to get real? It ain't him, it's you. Oh, boy. Relationship okay. is a mirror. You get okay with your past. You love on yourself. Whatever you went through, whatever you had to deal with, whatever, you get good with that. And if he can't get good with that, that's his problem. But when you get good with it, you're going to radiate outward. I'm good. I'm here now and I'm happy that I'm here now. I'm content. I'm satisfied. I'm fulfilled. I'm self-loved. <laughs> I'm self-approved of. Zalba, really quickly, I'm so terrified to let him go. I'm not going to lie. You look at the fear dominating your decisions. Right. Your relationship is weak because you're weak on the inside. You're exemplifying tonight's topic. Come on. You know what you got to do. Yep. Go go get the self-esteem workbook by Glenn R. Sheraldi, Ph.D. It's a whole workbook. Go get the self-esteem workbook by Glenn R. Sheraldi. Read it. You need to rediscover self-worth. You're welcome, baby girl. I appreciate you calling in and boxing with me. I love you. I love you. I love you. You brought Atlanta in the building. This is what we do on The Voice of Reason. It's Monday. We want to change your life. We want to change your life here. We don't want to just talk. We want to change your life. Agree or disagree? Inner strength comes with tools that includes positive mood, common sense, integrity, inner peace, determination, and a warm heart. Researchers have identified other strengths as well, such as self-compassion, secure attachment, emotional intelligence, learned optimism, the relaxation response, self-esteem, distress tolerance, self-regulation, resilience, and executive functions. Your relationship is doomed to fail if you ain't got that. Dr. David R. Hawkins puts it this way from the book Letting Go, The Pathway of Surrender. We have the opportunity to choose whether we want to hang on or let go of emotional upsets. 
We can look at the cost of hanging on to them. Do we want to pay that price? Are we willing to accept the feelings that comes from paying that price? We can look at the benefits of letting go of them. The choice we make will determine our future. What kind of future do you want? We will choose to be healed. Oh, excuse me. Will we choose to be healed or will we become one of the walking wounded? Dr. David R. Hawkins. What do you want? Some people want to be wounded. Some people want to be identified by uh, traumatic events in their lives. You better use those traumatic events as stepping stones to a higher consciousness. That's why they happen in your life. What is your relationship made of if it's governed by fear, if it's governed by ego? Man, I started the conversation. You don't have to agree with me. I started it. You finish it. Listen, you've been listening to the voice of reason. I'm going to tell everybody to do it one more time. Please, 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 you guys got to go to the new KBLA bookstore. You find it at KBLA.store, KBLA.store, KBLA.store. And, of course, Zoe Williams has his own 15% off code. The code is Zoe15, Zoe15, Zoe15. Listen, I want everybody to enjoy their Monday evening. I'm damn sure going to enjoy mine. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Stay tuned for my brother Danny Morrison as he continues the flames. Start chasing that chip. Win, 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 win. You clowns really don't stay outside when I play outside. I put the beats on them like drought side. I got the bow side and that loud side. And if you act bad, I bring the cow side. Go and get your money, bitch. None of my hitters on some funny sh. I can tell real by who you're running with. I'm all in the field, duck lunch. Hit my plug just to re up, and he was like, boop. Here. Me go knew just what it was. Flip the whole dub and gave it. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.